Saturday night, almost 8 o'clock. We just went through 72 hours of, of call it hell, call it, call it FOMO. Regret. 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 Let's, regret. Call it regret. Let's, let's call it Let's call it 72 hours of regret. Yeah. Uh, Marathon. How are you guys feeling? I'll start, Exhausted. I'll, I'll, Merlin, you know, we'll, go with, we'll go with Merlin. Merlin, you don't have to look at the camera. You can look at us yeah. and talk to us. You know. I don't know what I'm looking at. Where am I? <laughs> I'm, been, in, I'm in my hotel room, office suite thing. Merlin. This is the best part of the day right now for me. Yeah. Merlin's got six lidocaine patches on his neck yes, right now. Literally. He's high as a kite. Oh my god. Um, yeah. It's been a weekend, guys. It's been a weekend. Let's let's blood, recap. sweat, and tears. Let's blood, recap what happened here. Yeah. Going it. going into the show. Uh, we planned this show about like two months ago, right? And then uh, at the time, we did not know that there was this Midwest monster show, what they call it, in Indiana, about four hours away. Yeah. And we didn't find out until about like a week and a half, two weeks ago. But by that time, we had already paid for everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. But when you told me about that, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, dude, were you? I thought you kind of brushed me off. I didn't know about it. And you told me about that. Mm. And I looked into it. I was like, 350 tables? And then everybody started talking about it. And I already knew going into this show that I was like, oh man, this this could be bad. Let's 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 put this out here. I think we all came in with really bad vibes to begin with, so that didn't help. Yeah, I don't know, Berlin, but well, I think you, us three. I mean, we don't usually do that. I we came in, I came in excited because yeah, we, okay because we Cause had Toronto. Toronto. It's a big city. We had Toronto, which okay. was really bad. We had Newport, which was just like whatever. Okay. So I was really excited for Chicago, especially since the last show, everybody spoke so highly of it. Yeah. Yeah, and this is where the, you know the Nationals held yeah. at the Rosemont Convention Center. Yeah. The last the last Chicago show, um, I had FOMO for not going because I was watching all the posts, so Same. I was excited yes. about going to this one. And then um, and then we got here, and it was just like the minute we got here, everybody. The, Everybody that I talked to was like, oh, yeah, you know there's a Midwest monster, you know, going on this weekend. That even sounds scary, the you Midwest know? monster, you know? <laughs> it does. And I was, like, trying to be optimistic, but I already knew that, like, this was going to be bad. Wait, when did you know, like, you're like, oh, shit, this is... A couple of days going into it, because everybody kept asking... Oh, so you knew before going everybody in. Kept yeah, asking and I've got a lot of friends that, you know, have set up with us in Dallas that are all there, you know, we know many people that are there and they're texting me like, we're going to miss you Merlin over the weekend and let us know. And so we're texting back and forth, like, how are you doing over there? We just got there. How's it over there in Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was, I was optimistic of going into it until I walked into the convention center and saw the layout and you know, just how small it was, uh, compared to what I thought it was going to be. So it, it, it started off bad. It started off bad. It, yeah. And, um, well, I will say we did get an Uber together. You know, that was kind of nice. Yeah. We met up at the airport. Um, you know, Dan got, got me, you know, super card father vibes. Kid got me a sandwich and everything. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 It was nice. I, I, sure yeah, I want to make sure people yeah. know that you yeah. do take care of me. Right? <laughs> I was, I was, Brian, I was so excited to see you. I was excited to see you. We haven't seen you in a month. I know. This, so I was like, yeah. so like, couldn't wait to see you. And a lot of people don't know. This is where I met you a year Basically yeah. a year ago. A year ago. Yeah. So going in, I was like, um, I was, I already had bad vibes. I was thinking this is good. Oh no. Crap. Bad, bad show. <laughs> right. Because just because everybody's telling me. Right. And I remember um, going into the convention center. I was okay. like, oh, this is actually really cool. Like, because it brings me back to a lot of memories. Because that's when I met Daniel. This is yeah. where like I kind of like started really getting into the YouTube game and yeah. everything like me that. Too. Me too. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we started getting into the, the YouTube game and everything, and just so much memory. So I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Yeah. Um, but walking into it was like, I was just like, "Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> this is not. This might be bad. This this might be bad, boys." 
And I got I got real down that first night. You were, bro. Just, just oh, from being being uh, just sitting around and just watching the foot traffic, and I was just thinking to myself, oh god, this is gonna be terrible. And I felt responsible for bringing you guys along. You did, you yeah. So, I don't want you to beat yourself up. Okay, I, okay, I wanted to address this. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, you made it. You did make a comment, mm -hmm. right? Which was kind of funny, but it was it made me feel really bad because it was not your fault. So, like, I think. Um, I think it was today or yesterday. I forgot. It, it's like a whole entire blur at this point, Merlin. Like, so I don't remember exactly which day it was, Daniel. But like, I think I couldn't make a deal or something like that. Like, I was very close to making a deal with this one person. Um, didn't work out. And then um, I'll never forget this man. Like, you were like Daniel. Daniel looks at me. He's like, Hey, man, listen. I'm sorry for making you come out here. And I'm like, Oh my god, dude! Like, and then he, he does it to himself, and I'm always like, like dude, scared dude, to say anything fault. to him. It's not your fault. Okay. He said I knew, that to me many wanted times to, I knew about you to go to Midwest yeah. It is yeah. true. I bit, I was trying to yeah. bail. I was trying to bail yeah. on you guys, but I'm buzzing because I, you know. No. And y'all both approached me, going, "Merlin, sh should we get a car and go?" <laughs> yeah, we did. We did, we did have thoughts like that, but yeah. you know, but let's look at. I mean, there has to be some positives of this show. Yes. Like, I think there were some positives. I mean, we, we always have to look at the silver lining, right? Like, uh, we made the most of it, I guess, because uh, PR, you, you know, there's a lot well, of uh, photo ops. I will say this. It's always great to go out here because the feedback we get from the people that follow us. Yes. I mean, I must have got approached by like 20 different people asking guys, to take pictures, shake yes. my hand. You two. You yeah, know, it was weird. Kids and adults. So, yeah. so to show our face out here, that was, that, that was pretty cool. There's nothing but positive things to say about the people that we met. And people recognize you too, Marlon. I saw that. Hello, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it was nice. I think more people knew me in Toronto. Oh, well. Yeah. I think, I think we were just a little bit salty from just not getting the type of activities that we wanted, you know? Yeah, yeah true. You know, in terms of just like, just deals, trades, selling, buying, all that stuff. Yeah, I was really hoping that, you know, a little make some little more moves, getting ready for um, Dallas and, and the National. Yeah. Yeah, so let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about um, what type of deals that we made. You know, we'll start with you. Okay, so I, um, I feel like the, it was weird. It was weird vibes, right? Like, most people wanted to sell, but going into it, we knew people want to sell. But it got to a point where it's like, we didn't get a, I didn't get a shot mm -hmm. to even do anything, right? No. Like, there was a lot of people that came up, but these are, you know, card collectors, and, like, the stuff I like to, to collect, I didn't get to see it very often. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, Thursday, sold, like, one card, um, whatever. That's expected. Friday did a little bit better. I uh, got a Stanley Matthews auto, which is something that mm, I'm yeah, getting that into. Pretty, mm -hmm. But it was like premeditated, so I was like, I don't count oh, that as like an actual deal. Okay. Oh, he was getting paid right now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but like, what what I did did notice is that people were not willing to trade for soccer. But then again, I also don't know if that's really the case because the foot traffic was virtually non-existent. Mm -hmm. Like we were talking about that. Like, yeah. I just didn't, I didn't get a shot to, to even play in the game. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, wow. You know, but all love. Chicago goes all love, right? We had all love, but um, the deals were lacking, though. What was, what was your best play that you made this whole week? The, most, the best play, I would say, the Stanley Matthews, but I would say the play that kind of made me feel a little bit better, like, I'm still feeling like shit. Um, but but I would say it's like the, the the gold digging hour that yeah. Daniel talks about. So I'm usually oh, yeah. I always pack up early. Uh -huh. <laughs> you, yes. I, you know, I'm the type of guy that's like I'm I'm out of here if I don't feel the vibe. You come late, you pack early. Yep, that's that's <laughs> who I am. Um, and Smart. This guy comes comes up to me and and, and 
He was like trying to trade cards like that. I don't care. He's trying to trade you baseball cards. Yeah, yeah baseball cards. Yeah. Oh, man. And at one point, remember, I considered it. Yeah. Remember, I was like, really? Hey, yeah. I said, Daniel, like, that, is this liquid? That Mike Trout was actually worth money. Really? Yeah. But what? you wouldn't want it. But okay. it's, it's probably worth like 2,000 bucks. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. know that. Um, so you're just like, <laughs> yeah, it was a Weston McKinney Gold Auto. Um, that I finally brought oh, out. That the I got one from, I had I got from like since November. Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, and he told me that, you know, I'll come back after I sell some stuff. Yeah. And usually that's when someone says that. Says that. Yeah. You're not going to see them. That sounds like Toronto for us. I, I had a feeling he was going to come back though, but I was, I was praying for that deal to go through. I was, <laughs> I was like, I don't know if you noticed, I was like kind of assisting you on that. You were not kind of assisting, <laughs> yeah. you were pushing it. I was, like, I was like, you know what, we could do some deals here. And then I got him to start looking up comps and looking at it. And then at the last second, I rug pulled him and I said, you know what, those what? are actually his cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. And he doesn't do anything but soccer. Well, <laughs> you can make a cash offer. <laughs> yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah. I heard uh, that, I heard that. And, and yeah. you know, he gave me a cash offer. Yeah. Didn't even. I didn't even like negotiate. I was like, took it, it, took it. it. Didn't even know I made money until after like five minutes. I had to check my notebook. I'm like, thank God I made some money. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but yeah, but overall, that was pretty much my my day. That's a good play. Um, For me, I'll tell you like, I barely sold any cars up until the last (laughs) last sale. Guys, I got a gold digging hour that that got me to almost break even on this show. But up until then, I sold like two cars. Was selling a bunch of slab mags. Here and there, um, but my play was really tr- to try to go on the offensive and turn it into like a buying show for me. That's true. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, mm-hmm. but I've never seen Daniel leave his booth so much. Usually he's always. Oh, I have. Yeah. <laughs> but not not this one. Like yeah. most shows, I haven't been with you in a show in a while. Yeah. But yeah, That's, it's been I, the last I don't, three weeks. <laughs> I don't like to leave my table because I feel like good deals come to me. But this show, there was a lot of actually this show, there was a lot of good stuff. Yes, we should talk about. That's a positive. Like if I if yeah. I that's good. Yeah. If I was motivated to spend the money I could easily spend ten thousand dollars yeah and bring home some really good there was stuff. a lot of goodies here there yeah. was I have to say yeah, but yeah. let's talk about the deals for this some of the best deals I made were today where I picked up all these like I don't know if you guys can see this um these uh postcards they're yeah, not they postcards they're called exhibit you're extend it out a little yeah. further they're, they're called exhibit cards and these things are really cool play because I've been learning that vintage is vintage is king right now in my book in terms of um how safe it is but I picked up these exhibit cards and they're just so so unique and all I got to do is grade these um, and then you know they'll be like two three hundred bucks a piece basically oh wow you know so I pick them up for like you know some of these are like only three bucks yeah like a Roger Maris some of them are a little bit more expensive but this one I didn't realize this I think this is a Jack Robinson rookie year. what because this is this is a team photo and in this team photo here you can see just one black player that's Jackie Oh, right here, I think wow. this is rookie year, nineteen forty nine. Oh wow! A, this is a team, yeah, it has to be. This is a yeah. team photo three years later. There's three black guys, so I think that oh, that's cool. I think that this is pretty significant. Once I grade it, dang dude, what yeah. a find! Yeah. Well, will PSA grade this though? I'm pretty sure they they will, unless it's fake. They, they'll probably grade these things because um, they I have other graded exhibit cards. Gotcha. And uh, these are these which are, is really important to talk about. Yeah. So these are really good play for me. Um, but one of the things I'm most excited about is picking up. This card right here, maybe you can hold that in the camera. This is a Mickey Mouse um, Walt Disney rookie card, 1931. And I've been looking for one of these for a while. They're very hard to find um, in low grades that are affordable. And some dude just had it like randomly. Some guy had all modern basketball and he had these two Mickey Mouse cards um, sitting in the corner and they belonged to his dad. And I had to negotiate with him for like 
five hours. <laughs> bro, it took forever. Go, going back and forth until I finally got the deal from him. That went for a long time, man. Yeah, but I was able to pick these up. So I think that this is a really huge score because this card is super undervalued. And um, I think it's going to be special once people learn about it. So that, so just this itself kind of made the show for me. And then I was very lucky at the end. Gold taking our deal, super guys. Lucky, Some guy came up, bought a, a card for like sixteen fifty and some trade on it. Um, and that pretty much got me to where I needed to be at the show. But that just shows you guys like why it's so important to like stay till the end. Okay, what are you looking at me? Stay till the end. Gold digging hour deals. I'll tell you what, I thought that guy was gonna run for you though, by the way. I did too. I think <laughs> I was <laughs> too little more. Because yeah. you know how like you do the you tried doing a Zell or yeah. a Zell yeah. and it's like it wasn't going through. I'm like, yeah. oh god, and he's like oh, doing PayPal, but he then took forever to pay. Yeah. I'm like, bro, this guy this I'll, kid is like my age. <laughs> he should know what he's doing. <laughs> I was for I was I was gonna make that deal happen no matter what. <laughs> I, was, I, was I was afraid was you were too. I was like, I gotta get out of. It. I need some food. Yeah. So that next killing me. That's probably the best uh, the best deals that I did. Although it was still really rough. Like besides that, I sold like two cards. But thank God for slab mags because I sold a lot of slab mags during this weekend. Yeah. Same with yeah. graded guard too. Yeah. I sold a few graded guards. Thank yeah. goodness. I need, needed more of them. <laughs> so I ran out of yellows like the first day because of curry. Yeah. Is it normal that people don't know about slab mags at shows? In general, because like a lot of people, I feel like here didn't know about slab mags. Um, you know, I would say it, it is normal. Yeah. Oh, that's normal. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They'll they'll come like unless they follow us, they'll come and they'll, they'll look at it and they'll like, what is this? You know. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's Fair why enough. I kind of lay them out. Fair but enough. Fair enough. What about you? What was your best play? Just a, a lot of trading. I mean, this is probably like the worst sales I've ever done. Like the hundred dollar cards, but everybody wants that curry auto that yeah. I traded for last yeah. week. Um, so maybe at trade night, if there's one tonight at the hotel, yeah. maybe I can, from that same guy that yeah. you, um, sold that card to. Um, but I did a lot of good lateral trades, cards I couldn't move. I had a lot That's of good. Tua, um, autographs that I've had for three, four years that just been sitting, you know, you know, collecting dust that I traded for some PSA 10 Star Wars Galaxy, low okay. graded numbers. So that's I'll def that's liquid. So I'm definitely gonna move that at future shows. You know I have tons of you know customers who will buy that even on IG if I post that instantly. So I'm very happy with that um, oh, so because I can't move to us. Okay. If he's watching and some other sports cards I couldn't move. I forget what they were. But you got out. Oh yeah. At least you're returning inventory. Yes. Like, we, we talked about that. And then Marvel cards. Oh, really? okay. I moved a lot of Marvel cards too. Yeah. Um, some Spider-Man cards we for some other good cards. For more mar uh, for music, I traded some music cards for more music cards I like. So I was pretty happy with my trades. My trades were very good. We talked about that last time in the last video where uh, the importance of doing lateral moves. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. to just to freshen up the inventory. Yeah. Well, I couldn't even do that. I couldn't even do lateral moves. And those were on like Thursday or Friday, but today I didn't get those at all. Weird. So what do you, what do you guys think was the reason that the activity was down? It can't. It can't be just because of that other show. Well, that's one of them. Yeah, crypto. <laughs> crypto. Yeah, <laughs> economy. But no, I think I think everybody did go today. Did go to the monster. That well, affects today. It's Father's weekend too. So that is about. Father's Day, right. summer, like you said. Summer slowdown. A lot of activities. Um, the the economy. Uh, all that combined. I feel like people were selling a lot. Yeah. Because yes, they to, were trying to sell to us. They're trying to get liquid. They're yes. trying to get rid of their their cards that they don't want anymore and they're they probably see opportunities in the future you know to get some really good cards at a good price so they're trying to like especially leading up to the national they're probably trying to you know 
get those cash reserves. They were trying to pump and dump on us. Yeah, yeah. Well, more than like dumping on me. Yeah. Um, no, but, but I think people forget that cards are pretty cyclical mm-hmm. by yes. the year, like by in one year. Like typically, from what I've heard, is like um, cards starts moving in the fall, right? Um, throughout the winter or whatever, and then it starts slowing down um, around summer. Like that's one of the slower times, mm-hmm. so that's why that factored in as well. I think it's a combination, and obviously the Midwest monster. Like I hate that Midwest monster like right now. Like I hate both shows right now. I, I mean, you <laughs> know, I, I I will say it's like a little bit of a letdown for the promoters. Um, oh, go at to, to host a show and just like not bring in the crowd that needs to to be here to sustain a show like this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, they even had like great um, guests here for. Um, Autographs too, which surprised me. Yeah. One, they didn't have the crowd for it. One thing I'll say about promoters: sometimes, like some promoters care about how well their vendors do, and some promoters don't. They just they just put out the event there. They open the doors, and whatever happens, happens. But I I just tell you, for for like us traveling into Chicago, like we're not going to come back because we didn't have a great experience. You know, so that's something that I wish like the promoters who hosted this show would probably you know pay attention to. You know, for for the future, and then you're you're a promoter now, so uh, yeah, I am. You know, so I you am. can now you know what you know the mindset that you have to have to, to be successful. You know, it's it's tough. Like you have to really care. Um, I, and it's really surprising when I was doing my old, my my show. Um, the fact that we sent like two emails just to communicate mm-hmm. on how you know where to park, um, certain things to look out for, uh, loadout times. People were saying that's one of the best communication a show promoter has, and that's. Cool. I'm glad they're gassing me up, but that's also sad. Like that yeah. should be the, the benchmark, yeah. right? So that's something that I I I, I agree. Because like for me, if I didn't for my show, if there was no foot traffic, I would have blamed it on me. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I was mm-hmm. that that would have been my personal responsibility as a show promoter. But I don't know. I know some show promoters they just want to get their so, bread, right? So let's talk about this, guys. I think this is very important. You know, going into the year, we were we had this momentum where we we're going to out of town shows, right? Going and finding new people, you know, yeah. um, making content, and things were good. We're, you know, we're yeah. we had the activity level where we needed to be. We're making money. The last few shows, though, I, I personally I've noticed a, a big letdown in terms of um, you know the ROI that I'm getting coming out to these these shows. Where it's at a point where I I almost feel like I I need a break. Oof. I need a break, or I need to change up the strategy. I don't think we mm-hmm. can just keep going to these out-of-town shows that we've never been to before and see and just like have these type of experiences. What do you think? I, I disagree because Why? I feel because I haven't gone out of state in a while besides Dallas. That's right. So that's why I, I don't. I feel like this is an outlier for you guys. For me, I think this is just like all right. This is just one of the shows you got to take on the chin. Just bad timing with Father's Day with the Midwest Monster because I feel like if we went to the Midwest Monster, I think the conversation would be different. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's my opinion. But then again, you guys had three, you see, like, bad shows, essentially, from the right. vendor's point, standpoint. It's, it's definitely a challenge, because I feel like when we go to shows, it's it's like a local crowd that we're seeing, and the, and it's just like they're not coming to do deals. Yeah, They're coming to make sales. They're coming to make sales. They're coming to hang out on a Saturday and right. go look at cards and all that stuff. Um, and I think what... what what is becoming more clear is that everything just pales in comparison to Dallas. That's true. Every Dallas show that we go to, yeah. it is like the highest level of activity, competition, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. And then the next show is just a huge letdown. Right. 
Yeah, it sets the stage. Like yeah. people are like, oh, it's known like you have to bring your, you know, wads of cash to Dallas and spend. Yeah. And um, we'll set see yeah. what it's like in a month from now, yeah. right? Like at Dallas you can go to the show, you get there as early as you can. They don't care. You know, like here we got there at like before nine thirties when the doors open, they wouldn't even let us in no. to set up and to like, sit down. Stop. Like it was it's too strict, right? And then yes. at at trade night what it, trade night? What trade night, right? It ended. <laughs> what trade night? It ended what trade like night? nine o'clock. Again, so you just I I'm just becoming very frustrated with that is what I'm saying. And I I think it's good that we're gonna have about a three week break until the next Dallas show. That will give us time to recharge, mm-hmm. but I, I think that we might have to start considering if it's worth us worth it for us to go travel, you know, cross country to these shows. What do you think is gonna be better? National or, or Dallas? Dallas. Because national this year is such in a far off region that's very inaccessible for people west of the Mississippi. It's not accessible like Cleveland or Chicago. It's not like we can fly directly from LAX to, like, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. And the rates are terrible there. You know, like, I could, was able to book a hotel and an airfare to Chicago or Cleveland, like, just a few weeks before and still get a reasonable, you know, price. How, how are you doing? I'm gonna gear up. I'm gearing up to go to the national just because I feel like, yes. you know, I don't know where I'll be within the hobby next year. So I want to take advantage of the momentum Understand. that I built the last eight months, eight ten months going into the national. I did reserve the case, which you know we can all share whatever we can take turns with it. So I'm I'm gearing up for that. But okay. I think after the national, depending on how it goes, you know, I will have to re- reassess my my level of commitment. To, to the hobby at this at this level. Interesting. I still want to be I still want to be part of it, but in terms of like basically we're all full time. We're all full time in the hobby, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's just like it's not getting the type of return that we need to for me anyways for my for my time. So I'm going to reassess it after national, but I'm going to take three weeks off, go to Dallas. Okay, hopefully Dallas is on the same level it's always been, and then go into the national and just see what happens. You know what. I like that. Let's 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 make it a little happier <laughs> mood. Yeah. It's getting it's getting very sad, you know. Uh, I want to change the vibes up. Yeah, but we'll have kind of like a, a seesaw of Dallas. We're gonna have before and after the national of Dallas too. Right. But how about this? Let's go. Let's go back to Chicago. Um, I felt like one of the things that we mentioned a little okay. bit. I kind of want to talk a little bit more or okay. have your opinion. Is Chicago has some of the best selections of like vintage and autos that I've they ever did. seen in a show. I'll give them that. Um, what was your favorite piece that you remember at that show? Well, two things stick out to me. One, there was this one dude who had a, uh, a Mandalorian Pedro Pascal auto. Oh, you guys talking about Man, I, I feel like I dropped the ball on that one because we should have got it the first day that we saw it. Here's a lesson. When you see something good, you got to go get it right away because the next day it was gone. Yes. So I feel, and it was at a good price too. And he had some Harrison Fords. He had yeah. um, James Earl Jones, Darth Vader, and one from um, Conan the Barbarian. All gone. So that I feel like I dropped the ball on that. But I will say the memorabilia here is really cool. Yeah. We saw. You told me about this. The Walt Disney auto. I thought that was sick, dude. Was that gone too? No, it was still there, but it was just you know not at a price point that I'm comfortable with. Yeah, today. there was a Foo Fighters uh, full band autograph. Yeah. Taylor Hawkins, but, everything that was twenty five hundred. Yeah, that was cool. I've never seen a Walt Disney um, cut auto in oh, person wow. before, so that was pretty cool. How much was it? Seven thousand dollars. Know? Not slaps. It was a slaps. So. Yeah, but still, it was yeah, nice. Yeah. But I don't. Again, people don't realize like how significant that, well, like Walt Disney is. Bro, you know? Disney is like 
Like that's bigger why, than Apple. That's bigger. why I got this car. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, so that was cool. That was probably the, the coolest thing that I saw this weekend. And that was a you know I was a, a music nerd. You know I love music cars. Yeah. So I picked up a Sheena Easton 007 for your eyes only autograph card. So everybody who knows you know James Bond themes. That's from um, you know I forget what movie this blanked out. But for your eyes only, one of my favorite songs from 007. What is that? So Octopussy. No, what did you say? Octopussy. Oh, bro, this is, we got kids Shut watching. Up. Good. <laughs> it's the movie uh, from the early eighties. Yeah. Um, but I was, I love that. But he also has some for the film nerds like me who went to film school. He had a, a Kathleen Kennedy autographed card from Indiana Jones. She used to be married to Harrison Ford. She produced and wrote um, Indiana Jones along with Lawrence Kasdan and then Frank Marshall, who was a big uh, director and producer of Indiana Jones as well. And, but he wanted 1500 per card for those. Oh, okay. And, oh, but, man, the film nerds would die for those. And there's no, like, there's no list on eBay for those. Cause that's how hard those are to get. What about you? I mean, I think the Disney one was like, and I know that the Disney one's crazy. Just me watching, looking at that. Yeah. Cause I, uh, my girlfriend's a big Disney okay. uh, junkie. Mm-hmm. And the fact, you know, we went through all time music and everything like that. I thought it was pretty cool. So, yeah. so I want to circle back to what we were just originally saying so again you know my role is i i basically make the schedule i book i find these shows yeah. i book the tables for us so i want us when we come out to these shows i want everybody to do well you yes. know what i mean of course. I, feel, I know you do i feel like we're all responsible for each other so yes. i'm always rooting for you guys to do deals so that's why i kind of felt like oh shit i dropped the ball on this one in terms you of you did it though you man. didn't do it's not yeah. your fault it's, it's not your show fault. promoter's yes. fault yes yes just kidding chick card um but uh, on the positive side, it's always good to hang out with you guys because you know we, we we had some good laughs and we make some good memories. You know, this is the most we make jokes talked. about it, guys. Yeah. We make jokes. This is the most time we've ever talked during the show, I think. Yeah, <laughs> which is never good. <laughs> but I know <laughs> we should be doing deals yeah. and then talk about it afterwards. But um, yeah, I still thought it was good. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not that, that's a positive. That's positive. Yeah, it's all dangerous. All <laughs> and it was cold yeah. in there too. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that's another story. That's another story oh, altogether. Yeah. Yeah, I, I but see. people around us were there was a man who was like way bigger than three of us combined. Had a blanket he over had a there. big blanket around him. It was rough. It was rough for sure. So we'll cross this one off the list. Okay. I don't we think, survived. I, I don't think we need to come back in November, especially when it's gonna be way colder. You know, <laughs> at that time. It's World Cup time, so I probably won't yeah. be able to go. So. No, yeah, I won't yeah. watch World Cup. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but one one thing about the, Chicago that you liked about. How about that? Oh, the, we like the food. Got some yeah. pizza. Got some good hot dogs here. The you got dogs. your first Chicago dog? I ate four hot yeah. dogs, boys. Oh, my God. Hey, I, hey, I'm glad hey, I'm not going to be on the plane with you tonight. He, he ate four hot dogs in five minutes, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, this is it, not the uh, it was July just, 4th hot dog yeah, contest here. It was, it was disgusting to watch. But. Some people would call that impressive. <laughs> oh, my God. Joey, Joey Chestnut here. I mean, uh, no, Max Stoney. Max Stoney, man. Oh, okay. That's the time's up. That's All right. Time. He's got to go to the airport, so we'll wrap this up. This is the Break Even yeah, Club. Yeah. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Hopefully, hopefully we'll be, we'll we'll be, be a little bit happier, guys. You know, We'll see. Make sure hey, make yeah. sure to give a thumbs up for Daniel. Yeah, yeah make sure. Okay. And Daniel, subscribe yeah. to our channels. We, we're not kidding when we say we try to break even, guys. This is, this like, is total break <laughs> even at its best. We didn't, even, we didn't break even this time, but no. the next one, maybe. This the is all broken. One. Yes. Bye.